Welcome to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors 2 podcast. Recorded in Central Texas. Broadcasting to the world. Join your hosts and their weekly guests for insight, advice, guidance, and ideas to help your ministry flourish and help you take care of yourself. Now, with a combined 35 years of ministry experience, your hosts, Jacob Taylor and Jeremy Hellams. Hey, Grace, I want you to tell us why you're late. <laughs> On the spot, boom. On the spot. I'm not late. I'm on the podcast. Well, we waited 20 minutes for you. We did. Jake's a busy man. Okay, so I rolled out of bed, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to get dressed really fast. As soon as I get into my car, I have this really old cat. (laughs) Okay. Blind and deaf. At least 17 years old. Wow. What? Super skinny. Can't, Can't see. Well, he's blind, blind, you know. And so I had to get him out from under my car and guide him over to the food bowl and the water. Or else he'll starve. Is that, that? is that, is that kind of like my dog ate my homework? No. Is that a blind cat? <laughs> Old cat. Holy moly. Well, we're back two weeks in a row. That's a record. <laughs> it is. And we have someone on line with us. We do. Jeremy, yeah. you want to introduce them? Yeah, Wait, I would me, love to. Let me add that greatest camp director ever. It's a true story. True story. Oh, um, man. We are, uh, we're, we're, I don't know if we're continuing the camp theme or not, but you know, last episode we did the camp recap and, and so we're excited, uh, to have, uh, pastor Jake on Jake, uh, got to know him because he is the camp director at power plus camp session three. He graduated from ETBU. Uh, he, uh, he was actually a youth pastor there at FBC Alta Loma for eight and a half years. Uh, then the, their pastor went to go serve in another capacity uh, somewhere else. So uh, God began to just open up the opportunity for him to uh, seek that. And uh, he, he jumped right in and now he serves as a full-time pastor at FBC Alta Loma down near Santa Fe, Texas. Uh, he started that in November of 2019. And so, you know, not only has, does he have the uh, youth pastor background, he's got the pastor background. So we're so excited to have our special guest, greatest director of camp, Jake. Where, where's the applause? Where's up, the guys? applause button? Sorry, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, the, wait, wait. Ready? Jake, that's great. Jake, say hello. Is, if, see if you had if you had anything to add, please add it. Uh, no, I just happy to be here. Thanks for uh, building me up. It's nice to have some people do that, even if the intentions are selfish. But I'll take it. Whoa! <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> bum bum bum. I think the he's he's not wrong. I think the only reason <laughs> I invited you to this podcast is so that because Jacob wants to be the assistant director of the camp. Um, I'll be honest with you in my uh, search for new assistant directors, uh, potential candidates uh, start with uh, Grace 
and then we'll go Jeremy and uh, potentially, I, I don't know who comes after that, but we'll see. I could be the assistant director. <laughs> wow. Never go potential back. there. I quit. <laughs> what a joker. Oh, oh my goodness. Then camp, I'm going to cancel camp. the you... tip treats I've sent you. Yeah. Spam. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, do you feel like you've recovered from camp? Um, yeah, in a manner of speaking, uh, I actually feel pretty good. So uh, the week after I got back, I got COVID. So I don't know if that has anything to do with camp or not. But um, I spent some time in isolation, which was actually pretty fantastic. After a busy week at camp, got some good rest. Um, feeling pretty good. Maybe we should all just say we all got COVID. So yeah. we, we can get like a week of isolation after camp. It's not, it's not a bad get up, man. I'm just saying. Mm. You're do you think those man. do those days off count against your days off? I wonder. Uh, not really. No, <laughs> he's the lead pastor. That's right. I told hey. him. I said, "Hey, look, here's the deal. <laughs> if we got to stay home, yeah, keep Makes the PTO." Sense. Did Did any of your family also get the COVIDs? Yep. Yep. Oh. All but my youngest thus far. Okay. Okay. But, and her birthday Saturday, so that stinks. We're bummed for her. Aww. Well, I also heard that earlier that you said it w probably wasn't from camp. So, yeah, I don't know that it was from camp. We have some a bunch of other people in our church that got it too that weren't at camp. So who knows? We had a pink eye breakout when we got back from camp. One person got it. Well, there was a scare because <laughs> they were all using the same mask. That started in the guy's dorm. I guarantee it. Mm, there's some things going on in the dorm that you probably didn't know about. Did you know Jeremy's uh -huh. pranked us? Listen, as long as there's no shaving cream, water balloons, it's all good. Oh. Well, you should add stink bombs to that list. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> Holy moly. You see on the what not to bring list to camp is hairballs hair and dragons. Dragons. Livestock. Yeah. Livestock. <laughs> Which do you want to know why that's on there? I do, actually. Why? Because someone did it. No. <laughs> Straight oh up. My. Matter of fact, a year that you guys were there, someone brought their pet dragon to camp. Oh, my gosh. Really? Like a living creature. Legitimate. Yeah. yeah. Like a lizard? We have a student what that brings a plastic dragon with her because yeah. of that rule. Because that, oh, perfect. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your plastic dragon. It's all good. Well, like I did the not, living ones at home. I did not do any kind of bag check. Um, honestly, uh, we have 97% homeschool students and like 3% public school students so so in my in my mind it was like they don't even know what prank supplies are right they're looking at you bro so you gotta set them up so no i i didn't bring i didn't bring the banks but it, had, it did happen my son was involved i had no idea and um anyways it just happened to be on the day that jacob had lost a little bit of sleep so yeah it was not <laughs> yeah. yeah was that your uh what was it that was your er night yeah, it was the morning of, like, I was, so 
Brennan, our the other sponsor, went to the the sponsor meeting for me, and then I was like, <clears throat> I was laying in bed, and then I get up, and I thought we had this other student come in and use the bathroom, and I thought he just blew it up. Like I was like, dude, that's not healthy. <laughs> but the smell never went away, and man, Piney Woods maintenance people were coming in and out all morning trying to figure out what the smell was bro somebody ate bad eggs that morning huh and you know we, we have a problem with the student that was in the bathroom with the bathroom in the our youth room so i just assumed it was him mm. then they found the package and that's how we got a case of water by the way that your policy on bringing a case of water every student brings a case of water that is uh, genius. Yeah. Well, happy that we could help out you, my brother. <laughs> Actually, you helped Jeremy out because we were locked and loaded, ready to put our revenge. But we won't talk about what our revenge was. Why didn't you get no, no. water for the girls' cabin? You didn't have to suffer like we did. Uh, we were suffering. Our girls were dropping like flies. The second twin, the other twin, she was in bed all day one day because she was like, I don't feel good. I, I like, think she was just tired. But hey, this I is have, about us. About yeah, bro. Bring water. It's a game changer. Bring water to camp. I mean, this should be without, you know, having to be said, but do it. It's well, it's a good policy. We bring our own cases, but we didn't we ran out because it was so mm-hmm. hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you have every student bring their own case of water, uh, I actually wrote it down when we got back. I was like, that's that's genius. Oh yeah. It is. Do it. It, it's your, and it, you know, you don't waste it. You're going to use it for something, even if you take some home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, we had what, three cases of water? I said each cabin should get full. Oh, and you were like, no, that's too much. I was like, okay. Uh-oh. I'm pretty sure we had like 15 cases total, maybe more than that. Genius. So y'all, y'all send you when you're a director at the camp, you also have, are you also being, pastor of the students or you have a, somebody you have a youth pastor on staff you're, ta- you're talking about my church yes yeah so my associate pastor is over students and uh he oversees our group i participate with them in almost everything but sometimes you know camp directing duties call me away from those kind of things mm-hmm. uh, but when i first started doing this like i don't know 10 years ago or something like that i was still the lead youth pastor at the time. And so I was having a, you know, it, but I will say this, I was not the lead director. I was an assistant director at that point though. Mm-hmm. So that helped a lot too. But um, mm-hmm. that was actually pretty tough trying to balance the the two, the two responsibilities. Uh, so I'll tell you what really helped me is having some great sponsors that were youth camp pros who knew mm-hmm. how to just take over whenever they needed to do whatever and they could, they could handle that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I have Nathan on staff, and he, Nathan was actually the seventh grade shepherd this week at camp. He's my associate pastor here, and uh, yeah, he did, he does take care of all things with our group. I participate as much as I'm able to, uh, but then yeah, got to run around and do some other stuff for camp as well. Who were your assistant of under for your like when we? Because when I met you, you were still assistant. Who were you working? Right. With? Yeah, Tim Davis. You remember Tim? Tim Davis. Okay. Yeah, I remember Tim Davis. Yeah. And then you were like, So let's see. I think it was like, I can't remember what year it was, but uh, uh, maybe 21. 
uh, Steve um, Boyd, you know, who's the power plus mm-hmm. director. Hey, we're losing a couple of directors this year, and we've got you plus another guy who's been assistant directing for a while uh, that we see as potential directors. Are you interested? And I had to be honest with him. I think, you know, just kind of had transitioned uh, not too long before that into this role as lead pastor. And I was like, honestly, man, I'm just, I need at least another year. And he says, fine, take it. And so I knew that that was coming. I knew that we were working towards that. I anticipated that. uh, And it's kind of what I'd wanted to do. My concern was the week, you know, session three is not, it's important to us because of the time of the year and all the other weeks were um, not really, I I could have done three or four, but we already had somebody for four. And then Tim was doing three. They wanted me to move to week one which is 4th of July week. And my family does a big 4th of July thing every year. And so I was like, I'm just not sure that I'm willing to lose that. So it worked out that Tim said, hey, I'll go to one. And that allowed me to do three, which was cool because I got to keep a lot of those relationships that came week three every year. I appreciated Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I remember when we first talked, the first conversation we had was like, hey, you need, I need a shepherd for eighth graders. I was like, how hard could that be? And then you were like, there's like Bro. 200 and something. I'm like, oh, I hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> now, if I remember correct, that was like last minute too, the like a week or two before. I don't. It was and like it, I had a, there. I had a dropout. Uh, like just like last minute dropped out. I was like, hey, I can't come to camp. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna do. Yeah, eighth grade was the, it was the biggest this year. I don't know this for sure, but I couldn't record one power group uh as far as attendance i want to say there was something like 250 acres this year wow it's wild well i was talking to i was talking to one youth pastor that that they sort of used the power plus camp as their junior high camp and so they Mm -hmm. they only sent a bunch of junior high kids and then they sent their high school kids i don't know where they went but yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. That guy, uh, Nathan, his name was Nathan. He, another Nathan was yes. our eighth grade shepherd, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Liberty Hill, they just brought their junior. And they had like 80-something junior high kids. Those yeah. bunch of junior high kids. That church, uh, that church is actually probably, I don't know, 25 minutes from us. And, and okay. they're just blowing Good. up. They're blowing up. That whole area is blowing up. I mean, it's just, it's only going to get bigger. Bro, to have 80 junior high kids, you have to. They were in our dorm, yeah. one of the groups were, and they were they were a lot to handle. <laughs> they did split them up. Yeah. Junior they high, split them up. Yeah. It's like preteen, pre-teen camp 2.0. Yep. True story. True story. Yeah, we had this, that, they had one kid that was like possessed. He, he would like make noises at night, and then like one night, one of my students Something happened. Keep talking. Okay. Um, well, I've I've got exorcisms a at youth camp. It sounds like we need exorcisms at youth camp. Is something? Yeah. There you go. Something that kind of popped into my head. Um, you. It sounds like you have put a lot of dedication and time into uh, camp. Why? Okay, that's a great question, and uh, I think 
answer is because I have seen the effectiveness of camp. I have seen what camp has done in the lives of students. And so it's kind of this long process, but um, I have this monthly kind of thing where I kind of grade some areas in my life where I'm doing well, like personally and financially and pastorally and as a friend. And one of those dials that I have is for camp life. And I'm involved not with just youth camp, but I'm also involved in a preteen camp. And I've just seen so many lives change. And then just coming out of, you know, I grew up not so much in preteen camp, but in youth camp. I went to youth camp every single year. And it was just a place where the Lord worked in on and, and through my life. And so seeing the great value of that, we made it an important part of our of our identity as a church that we want to, you know, involve students in that process. And then alongside that, as I grew in leadership roles, I noticed that there were so many churches who, um, man, if I could just be honest, were just like, just like trying their best to keep trucking along and we're just looking for help, for direction, for ideas. And so mm. now, you know, I've been, been doing ministry since I've been, I've been in a leadership role in ministry since 2017 I'm sorry, since 2007. And uh, I was just praying before our week of youth camp that the Lord would just give me opportunities to pastor these leaders of these churches, just mm-hmm. help them, you know, navigate life of student ministry, just navigate life for them individually. And I love what camp does for students. I love what camp does for sponsors. And I love what camp does for the groups, the churches that come and are part of that. And, and the Lord has just laid on my heart, a pastor's heart, and to do that every week and get to meet folks like y'all that, you know, we come back every week and we're building these relationships and just helping one another out in ministry. And it's it's all the reason in the world to keep going. That's good. Well, why, why did you, how did you discover Power Plus? That's uh, where I went when I was a student. Uh, seventh grader man came to power plus lord rocked my world i'd never been to anything like that before grew mm. up in church but never anything like that and man i just latched on i said i'm never missing another year of youth camp again I, and i haven't i've been going i missed a couple years of piney woods i think two maybe three years of piney woods in my life mm-hmm. but i've been going to piney woods faithfully since 2002 wow that's before wow. grace was born yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. That's a long time. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So what uh, makes uh, Power Plus different than like another camp? Okay. So one, I like the disconnect that is Piney Woods. I mean, you're literally out in the woods. And uh, I think that, you know, it's things like the cell phone policy. There's just this disconnect where, hey, we're putting these things aside. We're getting out of our norm and our everyday routines so that we can hear from the Lord. Because so often we have so many things in our lives that distract us from hearing from God. And we're so busy and so focused on other things that we miss that. I think that is one of the big things that sets apart, or at least initially it was. Since then, I've discovered the importance of the Word of God. Uh, I, I'm not really been a part of many other things that do is spend as much time in the word. I mean, from bringing camp pastors that do justice to exegete the scriptures to, I mean, for heaven's sake, we have worship in the morning. We have power group 
groups in the afternoon. We have breakout groups that reinforce what we're learning. We have our evening worship and then our church group time follow. That That's six different times during the camp day that you're just reinforcing the word. And if we can't stand upon, you know, scriptures, I think, what, what are we doing? And then just lastly would be just the fact that they're constantly improving. You know, Piney Woods is constantly pouring into uh, from facilities to uh, how they um, how they go about doing, you know, what they do to try to reach students, obviously to picking the best camp directors that are possibly out there to do camp, you know, just saying (laughs) selfless plug. (laughs) I I love that. I, I know my my first summer was last summer and I could not believe there were like 900 people there. Like Broke. I've been at camp. I've, I've been at camps. I mean, many, many years, probably same as, same as you. And, and, and I've seen 800 kids and, and they're all gummed up and you're like, why are there so many kids here? And then you go to power plus camp and, and you're like, there's 970 people here. Where are they? I mean, it was so, and it wasn't, uh, it was just so nice. So nice. So. It's cool. We're breaking records. every. I mean, we had a little bit more your first year than last year, but it was like a discrepancy of maybe something like 30 kids or 30 people. Uh, but it's it's incredible that Piney Woods is four camps that are full every single summer. Yeah, it's like yeah. the registration. Like if you're not in within like the first four hours, you're not you're not getting in. And I'm so glad they used to registration would open up at like 2 a.m., and so I would stay up and get that get that registered, but yeah. move the time to like a regular like nine o'clock. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, you know, I'm just glad it's not January first anymore. It's like yeah. that's the worst time to get up early and register. Yeah, you're <laughs> it's the tenth. Already- but dude, we broke records. Session three broke records uh, for for filling up the summer, which was was super cool because the year before um, it took a long time or longer than normal uh, to fill up. But it's just crazy. We talked about my history at Piney Woods. So when I was assistant directing, and I'm trying to remember what year this was, but like, bro, I used to register my group like in May or June. Like it was, it was like that. But something began to change. At Piney Woods and I was, I was assistant director, and I was actually on a uh, spring break mission trip in New Orleans in in March. And I get a call from Tim who goes, hey, man, you need to you need to make reservations now because this is going to fill up this week. And I'm like, that's never happened before. I'm planning on doing that when I get back. He goes, yeah. you got to call your church or whoever and make reservations now. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. And mm. ever since then, it's just been getting earlier and earlier and earlier. Now it's January 1 or whenever, you know, like it's January 10 now with uh, reservations opening or 9th for early registration for those who went this year will be able to register first next year, which is that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it blows my mind how fast, especially we used to go week two and then last year we switched to week three, but week two is like, they're full in like two hours. Like it's crazy. And, yeah. But I, I enjoy. Week so we were talking about ETPU earlier. My friend that I met at ETPU is named Ricky Waller. Uh, he is actually the director of week two and he and I started directing at the same time. So he was directing with Kelly Johnson uh, in week four. He was an assistant director and I was helping Tim in week one. And then the guys who were directing week one and two left. And so they're like, hey, we want you guys to step up into these areas. And so Ricky took two and then, you know, my little 
switch around and ended up with we three. So Ricky's awesome. And he's got a lot of connections, to a lot of East Texas churches that they go to Pinewoods. I was trying to remember because I knew you weren't part of week two. I was like, when did we, but the first like year. Yeah. So there's, there's been a lot of shuffling over the Pinewoods. You know, Pinewoods uh, youth camp used to meet in June uh, when we first started, but it's been July now for a long time. And uh, it was not always that July 4th was week one. It has been that way for the past several years. And so potentially, um, I think when I started serving with Tim, how many years ago that was, that we were not session three, but we were session two. And then I don't remember like what year they switched all of it. But, you know, they keep adding preteen camp. They keep adding power. And they're going to add a fourth power plus preteen camp this year uh, for the first time. And uh, they've been having three. But before that, it was two. And so it's just kind of continue to grow, which is incredible. And they're packed, bro. Every week, it's a thousand kids. It's incredible. Yeah, that's the reason we kept going to Piney Woods is because what you said, like the six times you you're diving in. Plus, it's in the afternoon. Like nobody wants to be outside when it's 105 degrees. Yeah, every day, all day yeah. long. And that's a lot. I, I mean, I don't know who you have listening. If you have any Piney Woods people that check this out, but a lot of people complain about how man power groups right after lunch. We're like about ready to saw some logs, and I get that. I totally do. But it's so hot. And so all the outdoor activities are in the morning to try to maximize on the coolest part of the day. And so, but either way you look at it, you know, it's going to be one of those struggles, you know, because if you do power group in the morning, maybe they're more attentive, maybe not. Uh, but then you're going to do the outdoor activities in the afternoon when it's, and so it's just like trying to figure out, you know, and that's the thing I would love for people to be more understanding of is, man, we could rearrange the schedule half a dozen times and there's always going to be something or somebody who's like, this doesn't, this doesn't work for us. And so, and there are every year, that's part of being a director. You get to deal with adults who just are like, this is awful. And they want to chew you out on all these different kinds of things, but um, just all in all, and it's just, it's great. We like the way it's set up. So you yeah. won't hear us complain about how it's set up. No, nope. even though you keep that's putting us out at the farthest uh, power group no, no, no. spot. Let me tell you. I don't do that. That's not me, bro. That's. Let me tell you. Well, you can put some word in, okay? Um, Jacob's yep. been going right. to this camp for at least ten years, okay? And for our, like our small group church time, every year he's been outside in the blazing heat. Okay, I think it's about time that he gets what a if, more spot. What if that's just where the Lord wants you guys to meet? No, it's too hot out there. <laughs> too many bugs. Our kids get too distracted by all the bugs. The big moths or whatever hawks <laughs> that were flying around us. Okay. And Jeremy Holy comes moly. his first year as a as a group with a group. And he's inside. What? You were inside? No, no, Grace. We were outside sweating. I think I just heard something about like, hey, we love the way it's set up. We're not going to complain. What was I hearing something about That's that? That's my only complaint. We were talking about the schedule. <laughs> that was my only complaint. <laughs> we were we were in the dining hall, the north side of the dining hall, and it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So, I mean, cool as in temperature too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. I will say yeah. 
I won't say how many years it's been since I've been outside. But so get this, <laughs> I actually tried to use my weight as a director to get something from Steve at camp, and I was like, "Hey, Steve, come on, man! I've been directing. What do we got to do?" <laughs> and he goes, "No, just because you're directing, I'm gonna let you have that. I'm not doing that for any other directors. I ain't doing it for you." I go. Well, never Thanks, mind, Steve. Steve. I didn't, I'm not trying. I'm not complaining, Steve. If you're listening, I'm not. I will never complain. But I will. Yeah, we had a, you don't have goals like I do. Oh, Jacob, different Jacob and I. Jacob and I and his team uh, stayed. We stayed late after the tra- after the transportation meeting, and we had a wonderful conversation with Steve. And yeah. you know, camp world like um, camp staff. Um, it is like small world stuff. I mean, there's only a handful of people that either still in it or have been a part of it. And so, uh, we just had some insightful conversations about, um, kind of how Jacob and I both served at Highland Lakes camp and, and then, you know, the people that we worked with and Steve was like, Oh yeah, I know those people. And, you know, he gave some insight and it just like the way they run that camp is completely different than any place that I've ever served. And, and they just do a fantastic job there. So, and Steve's, Steve's nailing it too. So. Yeah, I agree. And I told you, I've been going to Pineland since 02. Steve's been directing power plus since 02. <laughs> so man, and he's been around for a long time. He knows camp for sure. Yeah. But he doesn't want to be on a podcast. He was pretty adamant about not being on a podcast. Yes. Did you think he would say yes? Well, I mentioned it last year. Was last year the first year after COVID? Whatever year after COVID we went. Last year was the first year that I went. Okay, so it may have been a different with the other church. I was like, Steve, let's talk. And he was like, okay. I was like, you want to be on a podcast? He's like, yeah, email me. And so I emailed me, but he <laughs> never answered. And so I saw him this year. I was like, you still want to be on a podcast? He's like, no. <laughs> so you don't have to waste an email. Why was your hand up? Because I was going to say something, <laughs> but I didn't want to interrupt. Well, that was nice. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it now. Okay, you're going to say something? We're waiting. Are you say something? <laughs> um, so I was also in that transportation meeting thing. I don't even know. But just y'all talking about all your years of going to Highland Lakes, working at Highland Lakes, and then like coming here and then like, I guess growing up in your, in your ministry, whatever, I don't know how to word that, but it just makes it sound like, like Pinewoods is the place to be. Like, mm-hmm. no comment on that. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I don't know because I did not grow up going to camp. Yeah. I didn't. And yes, Pinewoods is the place to be. Yes. Okay. We'll let him answer. I. We can talk off mic about it. Okay. But I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because I still am friends with people that we worked with that time. Well, like yeah, of course. But you should. You're just talking about different experiences, right? Yes. Yeah. So just different experiences and different people to work with, and so. Um, yeah, Piney Woods. I think I think it's happening. It's it's really is, and it's, it's and it goes back to, to the schedule. The, the way the schedule yeah. is is why we go to Piney Woods and not anywhere else. I have spent so much yeah. time getting and to know listen, our students. There's a lot of go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. There's a lot of great camps. 
Yes. There's a lot of great camps that are out there and we have, we have a lot of relate. We do a lot of things with other camps sometimes too. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it's anything like, uh, I, I don't, I mean, I know sometimes it feels like there's competition between other camps, but I, I'm just, I, I'm to the impression that, man, these are all beautiful ministries that God has placed in us. And it maybe, maybe it's personal preference. Maybe it's a geographic thing. Maybe it's a cost thing. I think everybody should go to the camp that best suits their ministry and mm-hmm. what they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of great camps that are out there. But these things that we've been talking about today are just some of the reasons that we've chosen Piney Woods. Piney Woods is not the only camp that we ever do anything with. There, Like I said, there are other camps we do things with for other mm-hmm. But uh, I just think I think it's a great camp, and I think there are other great camps too. But we're gonna for this foreseeable future, and as long as everything keeps in a positive direction, we're gonna keep going to Pinewoods. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, good. That's a good way to answer it. That answer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this my this was my second year ever going to camp. Yeah, Grace was in the the Manchac students for how long were you? Here? I was in the youth group here for, I don't know, a little less than 10 years, maybe. But mm. I was always too shy to go to camp. And mm. I was like, I don't, that's not my thing. I don't want to do it. And I was also always playing soccer. And I yeah. always chose soccer over it. Mm. But um, I don't know. Just, I like, I like going to camp. Yeah. Yeah. I love that attitude. Yeah. So anyways, Jake, what are you going to do the rest of the summer? You got anything planned to kind of get ready? Bro, it's just uh, going through my calendar today. Um, last night we had a business meeting that I was unable to do. Uh, we were going through some stuff that's coming up. We got some uh, back to school things that are swinging forward. We got youth events, senior adult events, kid events. And so just trying to gear up for another school year. But I had this incredible thing happen. I was just talking to my wife, Lauren, about this yesterday. I was walking our dog yesterday. And we have this kind of this one slot. Um, it's the last Wednesday for our fall activities kick back up. And we've been kind of contemplating, like, what are we going to do on that day? Because I've been doing an evangelism training this summer. And I'll be done before we get to that date. And the Lord's just kind of impression on my heart about seeking him. And I was thinking about just doing like a prayer meeting kind of thing, which we've been starting emphasis at our church lately, pressing into that. But it just wasn't getting like a lot of clarity or a lot of closure on that. And then yesterday I was just walking the dog and I was listening to some music. And the Lord just laid upon my heart about having this night of uh, seeing him, a night of prayer and worship. And so I'm, mm. I'm kind of amped up about that. I'm hopeful we can work that out in a little bit of time. Uh, sort of a, a you know kickoff to back in the fall schedule. But I'm just excited about seeking the Lord through prayer and praise. And so um, that that's that's a big thing that's coming up. I'm hopeful that we can get those details worked out. But there's a lot of other stuff that's we've got on the docket, too, that, that is coming up getting ready for the school year. That sounds good. So, well, I don't have any. Oh, we always ask our guests uh, two questions. Grace, you haven't yep. experienced this yet. Are you crying? No, I'm not. Don't touch me. Uh, <laughs> what was the last song you intentionally looked up? And then one story of your ministry that may or may not get people in trouble. Like something that happened. Okay. I have to look back, but I do the, I look up songs all the time 
and uh, I have to look through my my history to figure out what it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing. Oh, oh, Cornerstone by Toby Mac and uh, Zach Williams. That's so okay. good. Uh, that was the last song I looked up. I, I just saw it at my church. It's it's my new favorite song right now. I am totally digging that song. But I wanted to I, I wanted to, I always like to look at some lyrical truth when I'm listening to music, and so yeah. mm. that was my purpose for looking it up. Mm. What's the What's the story? What's the other question? Like, what is the funniest like experience, like story you have being in ministry? Funny, I think we could go with funny or strange that that'll strange. keep you out of jail. <laughs> oh, bro, yeah, okay, because we are recording, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, change names if you, need, if you need to change names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, what, what? Oh gosh, what story could I tell? Oh, funny ministry story. Like going through the things, like okay, I'm not going to share that and have it on record. Yeah, I can't, can't like, share yeah, that and it on record. That's funny. That's I'm fighting. There's a lot of those. Man, shoot. <laughs> uh, oh man, I'm struggling to come up with something at the Put him on the spot, and he panics. Uh oh. Sounds like he needs a new assistant to help him. Oh no. <laughs> to help me tell, I can tell that story. that's a good story great grace would already be handing in oh, the story man, on, want, on a piece I of paper already i would i'd be like you remember this time <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying top of the list right there Ooh, man. Ooh, man. don't give me that look all right i'll tell you this this is i don't know that this is the answer to your question but this is for something happened at our week of camp so one of the things about directing camp is you get very little sleep while at camp and uh, up really late. Actually, the week that we were there was one of the best weeks we've had with regard to this. So I was pretty pleased with that. But I believe it was, yeah, it was Thursday and I was like multiple nights of not enough sleep. And I had been trying to get a nap in and I only got like one 15 minute nap in like on Tuesday. And I was desperate for a nap. And uh, so I'm, I'm literally, I just left lunch and I've got like 30 minutes before I have to get stuff ready for power group. And I'm like, I'm going to catch 30 minutes. It's going to be beautiful. So I'm heading back to uh, my room and I get a message from another sponsor at camp on the mind thing that we do. And he goes, Hey man, I'm really deep about something, but it would really be better to talk in person rather than through text. And I'm going, huh. Man, another one of those things, you know, that you just have to deal with. Some bad came up or struggle, right? So I'm like, oh, meet me over here and uh, and we'll talk. Because we've had to deal with that. That's another thing as directors you have to deal with is yeah. some heavy stuff sometimes. And anyway, so this guy and another sponsor from his church and they come over. And the first thing he says is like, hey, man, everything's fine. No problem. It's all good. I'm like, okay, so what's the deal? He's like, I just wanted to know like if tonight we could have a blowout party and stay up past curfew and do a country two-step dance night. And I'm like, you robbed me of my 30 minute nap to ask me this stupid question. So bad. So bad. And so I was like, no, no, you can't. Not at all. If he would have waited, would he have probably got it? Uh, 
the chances would have been better, but probably still no. <laughs> but I was not. I was so quick. It was like, no, no, can't not do it. My sleep. Nope. I wanted to interview 30 minutes earlier for him because of that question. <laughs> right, don't even go to worship. You're go go straight to bed. Go straight to bed. Oh my goodness. What a bit. I was not happy. I was and my about that last day, like my uh that evening, there was a, a bunch of stuff that was like it was really getting to me. My nerves were real like people there's like seven people who came up to me at worship. They're like, there's not a place for our church to sit. And so I was not at my best, I'll admit. And so I'm walking over to figure out what what's your Greek letter? Are you supposed to be here? You're not supposed to be here. You gotta move. I was like not not the right guy at that moment. I'm not happy. <laughs> so I'm glad we didn't ask Jake for help on getting our spots. I just showed up early and I just I saved the seats. <laughs> I uh, I did hey, have a news flash next year. No saving seats in worship. It's gonna be a rule. Can't do it. Yeah. But how how else are we all supposed to sit together? Tell them guys to show work. up early. Make it work. Make it work. Uh, gotta show. We we had a we had a seat saving incident. I'm not complaining. It was just Sounds she like it. she no no she just looked at me and she goes, "Well, we've got 24 bodies we have to put in these stands." And I go, "Well, I've got 30 37 to find a spot for too. We're all trying to sit down." So, anyways. <laughs> yep. We should arm and that is the not. exact reason why right there you'll have entire church groups that can't sit in an entire section that's reserved yeah. for whoever the kids are already in there they're already sitting yeah. somewhere else so yeah. go find them track them down and yep. let people sit down that's steve right. said we are this close to everybody getting assigned seats in worship so make it worker that's gonna be the they did demo. they actually ribboned off um, at, at the former camp that I was at, uh, they ribboned off the exact number every single worship set. So color, yep. colored ribbon. Is what It'll be do. very similar to your, your dorms. You know how in your dorms, if you shared with a church group, yeah. they had each church group on the box. It would have to be like that. Yeah. If, if we can't figure it out. So that's not a bad idea. That thought actually crossed my mind. I was like, why doesn't each church like have a section like in the stands? Well, yeah, and then you get the group that's assigned to the bleachers who's mad at everybody. Well, because their butts hurt. <laughs> We're just going to take and, a, and there's no oh, backwards, man. I'm bringing stadium seats next that's week. What I was about <laughs> to say that. Bring a stadium seat. I go to enough football games and band competitions to know, like, I should just bring one of these and be like, I got one. So, hey, check. I don't. I don't. I don't want to wrap. Hey, up just be way. happy you get to sit. I don't always get to sit. There you go. I sat next to your daughter last on um, the last night. I was trying to convince her to tell you that I was going to be a good assistant. <laughs> of course, you did. Hey, uh, uh, one thing. Can I highlight one thing from our entire conversation? And I think uh, Jake said it great. And and it was it was coming alongside other youth pastors and helping each other out and encouraging them and loving on them. Cause I think that's one of our, you know, one of our goals is the podcast, right. Is, is to do that. And camp's a great place to do that. Right. Cause you might have sponsors who are down and out. You might have youth pastors and pastors that just need an encouraging word. So to be a part of that network is, I think it's an amazing thing. Can agree more. And every single year and it's, it's a blessing. I love it. And I don't ever want to quit. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm after your job now, so. 
You eventually All right. retire. Any any final thoughts here? I don't have any, Grace. No. Good talk. Okay. Well, Jake. Jake, for thanks for being on here. Yeah, my final thought is Grace should be more of a dog person than a cat person. Absolutely not. <laughs> I have Absolutely. A, I have not. a picture of her with my dog, like snuggling with her. Okay, and then okay. I did make a post the next day on my story, and I said, I guess I'm kind of a dog person now. Oh, I didn't see that. But... Yeah, your wife saw Listen, But if, I will always be a cat person. If your cat needs a new home, no. I know a guy who can help you. No. Jeremy's a cat person. Cat's going to have a you know, 17 blind and deaf. It won't be long. <laughs> If he keeps sleeping under cars, you won't have to worry about that. He's just saying the he's just saying the obvious. There we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. That's funny. All right. Hey, you want to do this again next week? Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors Too Podcast. Find us, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you want to see our ugly faces, look for us on YouTube. While you're at it, give us a like on Facebook. See you next week. I'm definitely leaving that on the video. <laughs>